Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast, episode 68, talking about your safety and your personal area network. This week we're still in Hastings, we're here for the whole summer, and the weather has not really been summery at all. It's been really shocking. Yeah, but today it's finally improved. I finished work, went to the dentist, and that was painful, and then headed down to the beach and just sat in the sun for an hour, an hour and a half. It's lovely. Yeah, I'm really hoping that the weather stays good for this weekend, because on Monday two of our best friends are coming over from New Zealand and we're so excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to head down to Dover as well and see these famous white cliffs over the weekend. Yeah, it'll be nice not to be on the bus for three hours in the rain. Yeah, it'll be nice to be able to see something out the window, huh, instead of all the mist. Our affiliate of the week this week is World Nomads Travel Insurance. I thought it was fitting, considering we're talking about uh, personal safety and the security of your belongings in this episode. Yeah, we've used World Nomads when we're going into kind of dodgier areas of the world. One thing that's really great about World Nomads is that they do backpacker insurance, which means you can just get the insurance for a certain amount of time, two weeks or three weeks, and you don't actually have to be resident anywhere. They don't really care. Quite often with insurance companies, especially in Britain where we are now, they sell year-long insurance policies. You can do multi-trip, but you actually have to go back to your country of residence after about 30 days of travelling, which obviously isn't that great for us because we're often just away from our country of residence for a long time. Yeah, so when we were trying to find insurance and were kind of getting turned down and couldn't find anything, World Nomads actually came through for us, so we're happy to recommend them. If you haven't been by the site recently, we've still got heaps of great articles coming out week after week, and nomadicmat.com was kind enough to give us a shout-out on one of our recent articles with Top 10 Hostels Worldwide by Ellie Williams. Yeah, it's worth reading, so drop by the site and have a look at it. Well, the other night in Hastings, we were sitting around having a proper British evening in. I think we had fish and chips for dinner and then watched two movies. And uh, one of the movies was Eurotrip, which is a classic, terrible teenage movie. It was wonderful. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was somewhat better than Road Trip as well. Yeah. Well, it's basically about four or five teenagers from America who come over to Europe and have to travel from one part of Europe to another for no particular reason. For love. Oh, yeah, of course, it's always for love. Anyway, one of the characters is a bit of a geek, and he does everything that the Frommer's Guidebook series recommends. He has his Frommer's Guidebook, he has his brand-new camera, and he has his money belt. The problem is, he's always going in and out of his money belt. It's very visible. And um, at one point, he's in an alley, and his shirt's wide open, and he gets, he gets robbed. And, of course, the robber can see his money belt. So... I was wondering about this, and I just thought, you know, not very good security. No, the whole idea of a money belt is to keep things hidden, you know, not to have all of your valuables exposed. So if you are using one for your passport or for your cash, make sure that when you need your passport, your passport's in your pocket instead of in your money belt, and that you have enough money in your pocket or in your wallet to be able to deal with your day-to-day things. You don't want to be going into the money belt in public at all. Yeah. If you ever need to get stuff out, make sure there's no one around to see you going into it. Mm. Remember, as Lord of the Rings says, keep it secret, keep it safe. Thanks, Gandalf. Just because you're from New Zealand doesn't mean you're Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen is wonderful. He has some great things to say about money belts. <laughs> yeah. 
That was the point of Lord of the Rings. That's what I thought. Money belts. Anyway, it's a good maxim to remember. Indeed. Keep it secret, keep it safe. My precious. Well, it is your precious. <laughs> it's all your precious belongings. They're your most precious belongings, usual. <laughs> usually. Watching Eurotrip and seeing uh, how these guys rolled made me think about a personal area network again. This was an idea that I picked up in management training. And the idea is the things that you use the most often you keep on your body. So you might have your personal planner, you've got your watch on your wrist, have your wallet in your pocket. Um, these are all things that you're going to be using time and time again through the day. Things that you use often and are necessary you'll keep on your desk within easy reach, easy access. So you can pick it up whenever you need to and put it back down again. Then things that you do need to refer to but you don't need all the time you'll keep in your office so it's handy and things that you very seldom use or don't need at all can be kept outside of your office um well, i don't know about you craig but i very rarely take my desk or my office traveling with me so how does this apply to us what do you mean by very rarely you mean there are times when you take your office and desk traveling with you no admit it no <laughs> you don't do you might <laughs> Well, I've realized that what I've done is I've mapped these ideals, this theory, to my traveling experience. So my personal area network involves things that I always carry on my body, things that I always carry in my day pack, and things that I always carry in my pack. Plus there's a little bit of movement as things shimmy backwards and forwards. Yeah, we have a couple of storage spaces. Thanks, Gail and Kevin. Thank you. So it's the consistency of keeping the same thing in the same place that gives you security. Not only, um, not only security, but also a feeling of security. And that's really important. It can help put your mind at ease and help you enjoy things more. So my valuable things that I keep on my body are my wallet, camera, my keys, and sometimes my iPod. My wallet always goes in my left trouser pocket, or in winter, my left jacket pocket. My keys and my camera always go in my right trouser pocket, or in winter, my right jacket pocket. My iPod normally goes in my shirt pocket, or my jacket breast pocket in winter, and this way I always know where all of these things are. If I'm in a busy street and I'm worried about pickpockets, I can simply slip my hands into my pockets as I walk or one of them in just to make sure that things aren't going anywhere. If um, I'm worried about having lost something, just a quick pocket pat will help me know that no, everything's here, everything's okay. Yeah, it's a really attractive little mini hacker that you do. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Pat, 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 pat. Yeah, great. Yeah, me me and my little dance, I guess. So what I'm saying is the consistency gives security. The things that are on your body are things that you need to know where they are. And, um, yeah, it can help you relax to know that. Yeah, it's convenient as well. I don't have as good a personal system, and so I'm always hunting around. Oh, where are my keys? Where are my keys? And I have to look in three or four places before I find them. So I really need to set up this personal area network as well. Yeah, I don't think you need to be anal about it, though. You know, I'm not recommending that you always must do this or you're a bad traveller. But, you know, there are times when it can be quite tense. Where's my wallet? Yeah. Where are all of my cards and all of my cash? And, um, 
Yeah, I need that back now. Definitely. It's a bit more difficult for girls, though, because girls' trousers tend to have crappy pockets. Like, these trousers I'm wearing at the moment have the most shallow pockets in the entire world. So I'm often kind of pocketless. So I find I have to put my valuables in my, in my day bag or handbag. But you can do the same thing with your day bag or handbag as Craig's done with his body. Just have certain places in your bag where you always put things. Like, I always put my wallet in the back zip pocket of my, da- of my day bag, so I'm not having to hunt around for it. Yeah, there are certain things that we keep in both our day bags and our main packs that we keep them in the same place consistently, eh? Yeah, it's, it's basically the same idea. I mean, it's not necessarily about security, although that does come into it, but even just convenience. I mean, if you've always got the same things in the same place, you always know where to find them. Like in our main bag, um, we've got a front pocket that we always keep the torch in. Now, the torch isn't very valuable, but when we need the torch, we really need it, and we know that we can find it in the dark just by finding a bag. Um, we've got inside pockets, and the hip flask is always in the left inside pocket. And when we need to find that, we really need to find it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the things in the right pocket are always the same as well. And it can be extended to your entire bag. I mean, if you always keep your sleeping bags at the bottom of the bag, you know where to find them when you're looking for them. Although they are sleeping bags, so you should be able to find them pretty easily anyway. Indeed. But things like little dinky bits and pieces that you need to find, maybe if you have a small bag within your bag to put those in, or if you put them into pockets, makes things a lot easier. Yeah, I guess certain personality types prefer more organisation, and others like things to be a lot more fluid. Yeah, well, I suppose you can set it up however you like to make it work for you. But, I mean, just a few things, just choosing a few things to always put in the same place can really make a difference. Yeah, the system that we've got going works well for us. It might not work well for you, but I think the idea of um, having the same thing in the same place, even if it's just a couple of valuables, can be a really good idea to help you um, not have things stolen and help you have peace of mind about that kind of security. Yeah, definitely. And when you're travelling around as well, say you're staying in a dorm room, thinking about what things are most valuable and using this personal area network can be useful as well. Like if you keep your most valuable things on you, you know, your passport and some of your money and your money belt on your body, as well as your wallet and your camera, that's probably the most secure place for them. I'm sure you might get pickpocketed, but they're right on you, you know where they are. Your second place could be either your day bag, where you have some, some valuables, or the hotel safe, which will be a bit more secure. And then your third area, where things are probably the least secure, would be your main bag, which probably should be locked up in a, in a locker or with a padlock on it back in the dorm room. Yeah, so I guess that wraps us up for this idea of personal area networks. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Well, I think that's basically it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I want to say thanks to all of the people that have sent in emails this week. And last as well. We've been getting heaps of feedback about the show and heaps of people asking questions. So we've been firing off email responses and uh, we'll be bringing up some of our answers uh, on the show for the next few weeks. We'd also like to say thanks heaps to the people who've been giving us donations. At the moment we're trying to raise money for a new laptop battery because our laptop battery is completely, completely broken. Yeah, we've got about 15 minutes of battery life left, which is almost enough time to get our emails downloaded and fire up some web pages at the local cafe. Yeah, it's almost completely useless. We've always got to have the power cords with us and we can't always find somewhere to plug in, so it's getting kind of desperate. Yeah, so we're raising some uh, some money on the site. We need 180 US dollars to uh, to get a new battery. And thanks to Sonia, we are now 2% of the way there. Yay! So thanks, Sonia. <laughs> um, 
as you know, we don't make heaps of money off this site. It's it's not a money earner, and we're covering our running costs at the moment, which is quite good. Um, but if you do love us, it would be really nice if you could help us get a new battery so we can actually keep producing the show over the next few months. And if you do, we'll send you a postcard from wherever we are. Hopefully it will be somewhere more interesting than Hastings. Come on, it's not that bad. I like Hastings, it's nice, but we've been here for six weeks now and it's time to move on. It is time to move. Two more weeks. Yay! Two more weeks. Hey, um, we've been virtually in Canada, in Montreal, over the last few Mondays. I don't want to be virtually in Canada, I want to really be in Canada. I know, I know, I know. Calm down. <laughs> the local community radio station, CKUT, has been uh, playing some clips in their Monday morning after show, uh, which is hosted by a woman called Liz. So, hey Liz, hey, Liz. hey Montreal, and um, if you're in the area, check it out on Monday mornings on CKUT. I've got one listener shout-out to do this week, and that's Pulpology.com, which is a website by two of our listeners. They're travelling around the States and uh, looking to travel further in the future. Well, I think that pretty much wraps us up for this week. So until next week, travel well.